That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. Mahip watches Beverly Hills. Yeah, she probably does just to, you know, keep up with the Joneses. I think Seema watches for sure. She watches she watches the Kardashians. I know Seema watches the Kardashians, but Mahip is giving me massive Kyle Richards energy. I started liking Mahip, so now calling her Kyle Richards is making me all confused. All kinds okay, of confused. I mean, you can do both. One can no. like no. Mahip and also... <laughs> no, you cannot like Kyle Richards and then like somebody who, who is like Kyle Richards. Who is aspiring to be Kyle Richards. Yeah, I hate Kyle Richards, so I cannot like Kyle Richards and like Mahip. I mean, did you always hate Kyle Richards? Uh, pretty much, yeah. From Jump. From Jump, yes. Mm. She twirled her uh, long black hair and I was like, no, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, but you know Mahip would do that. You know Mahip would twirl her long black hair if she had it. I think Seema would do that. But I do oh, like Seema. interesting. Mm. I do like Seema too. You know who mm. would do that? Neelam. Oh yeah, Neelam would. Because she's also, she's like Kyle, she's a child actress. Yeah, see? Neelam is the Kyle. Well, here's the reason why I think the ladies have, Mahib definitely watches Beverly Hills, is because the entire time, she would not shut the fuck up about glam. Glam. We have to be glam. Everything needs to be glam. And like, while they were getting glam, I was like, doing your own makeup is not glam, Mahib. You sweet, sweet baby (laughs) angel. Like, that's not glam, honey. (laughs) That's just like, you put on your own makeup. Right. I think because we have watched so much exorbitant amount of housewife uh, like spending, this trip to me just feels like very basic. I'm like, okay. Like (laughs) nothing that I saw in this fancy Doha trip was like anything that I was like massively impressed by. And I also, I think because we live in America, there are so many upper middle class Indians and Pakistanis in America that are like 15 times fancier than these people. So it kind of confuses me sometimes because I'm like, this is not fabulous. <laughs> like, <laughs> A Rolls Royce is not fabulous. You're right. I didn't really pay attention to the Rolls Royce, but I also feel like production got that. Oh, I think the pr- production got them all the hotel rooms and that's why they had to talk so much about the Mondrian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, my first line of my note says, this is an ad for the Mondrian. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we are going to talk about episode six and seven, right? Yes. Because that's the Doha episodes. <laughs> okay, this these two episodes felt like really like a commercial for the Mondrian and Doha. Paid yes. for by the Mondrian, by Mondrian and maybe Qatar tourism or whatever. Yes. yes. Because they hit every one of the spots. They were talking like they were on a travel show and they were talking about how many, what are the activities they could do here and what they were going to do. And it felt so produced to the point where every scene started with all four of them walking slowly (laughs) in slow motion together. Like, here's the start starting line. Okay, everybody line up. Okay, camera, action. Okay, start walking slowly. That's how it felt throughout. It was- oh, my God. Karen, do better. I mean, it's okay. Most this, this airs in India, and most of India hasn't been to Doha. And there's quite a few people who look at this and think this is fabulous. Okay? That's fine. However, having seen all, like you said, we are like old aunties who have been watching Housewives for the past 
Yeah, I have a PhD in housewives. Okay. In housewives, and we are looking at this and we're thinking, no, this is not how you do it. <laughs> this that needs to be a script change, and uh, there has to be some production, uh, you know, changes that ha- need to happen for this to become, you know, memorable. Otherwise, this is a one-off show. Yeah, I have no interest in watching another season of this unless they drastically change the entire format or setup. Because you're right, I think the whole thing is just a massive ad for their various endeavors, which, you know, even over here, that is the biggest thing about getting on reality TV in America is that now you get a whole base of people to sell yourself to for whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you work on. Even if you are on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, even if you're a contestant, once you get on TV, you have now cracked into the Instagram market. And once you've got those followers, you're going to get sponsorships for everything. So I get that people use reality TV for that. But one thing that was very abundantly clear was that India cannot do a reality TV show. Mm -hmm. It's not possible because you have to be open and you have to be honest. and. They see people are inherently shady. Like we don't want to talk about what's going on. We don't want to talk about what our real life lives are because we have that what are people going to say mentality so deeply Mm -hmm. ingrained in our brains that it is never going to allow us to fully open. And that's not true for people like you and me because we'll tell everybody about our business. Nobody even asked. Okay. But it's different for people in India because, and especially people in the in the spotlight in Bollywood, mm. they're never going to be forthcoming about their lives. So that's why they have these phony, overproduced trips. I mean, I was watching this and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, this is so corny. We'll talk about the guy at the mall, the so-called yeah. stalker. I was like, are you guys yeah. dumb? Do they think that the audience are morons? Because this is stupid. Yeah. Karan, Johar. Karan needs to do something. Kuchkar. Yeah, Karan Kuchkar. Exactly. All right. Well, let's let's go through it. All right. So the ladies are in Doha. There's an ad for the Mondrian Hotel. They have sleeping arrangements discussion a la very, you know, Real Housewives of New York. New York. Neelam wants to sleep alone on the same bed that JLo slept on. Mahip lets her have the big fancy room. Mahip doesn't even stay with them. She's like, I'm next door. I'm in a different suite by myself. Yeah, she is. We don't even know where <laughs> Mahip is staying. And then Bhavna and Seema sleep together because Bhavna is afraid of ghosts. Who's afraid of ghosts? Bhavna or Seema? It's Seema. Bhavna who's afraid of ghosts. And Seema yeah. is laughing. Seema laughs her head off. <sighs> I'm like, it's not that funny. But okay. Yeah. Fine. They go to the desert for a paratrike trip. Again, like this is an ad for yeah. this. For Doha. For Doha tourism. Absolutely. So Seema won't go. And she says, and this is uh, important because you always like to correct the the Hinglish yeah. that they use. She says, even I am on holiday. Don't traumatize me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I guess, another word for like, don't scare me. Yeah. But like, we would never say don't traumatize me. That's a very strong word. And even I'm starting your, you know, that's even I'm on holiday is basically saying I'm on holiday too. Okay. <laughs> they put the two, they take the two out from the end and they put the even in the, in the beginning. Because that's how you say it in Hindi. Yeah. Maybe, maybe holiday. Maybe holiday. Maybe holiday. That's all it is. 
I love it when they do that. I love it when they do that. Cause I love it when I catch it though. Because when I catch it, I'm like, (laughs) that is so funny. I talk like that, but I don't anymore. (laughs) It's so, it's so ridiculous. But I used to talk exactly like that because I, I, you know, that's how everybody spoke. And then I had to, Fix my you know, English once I got here. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, you speak how you speak where you're from, and these are folks that like have been there yeah. their whole life. I don't care about language uh, being spoken wrong because language is a fluid thing, and you should be able to speak however you want to speak. That's yes. the, that's the beauty of language. Agreed. It's not agreed. It's not. It's not the. It's not a big deal, but it's kind of sweet and laughable when you just catch that. Yeah. <laughs> Bhavna and Seema are scared to go up. Uh, Neelam and Mahiv go up and then Seema finally agrees. She goes up. Bhavna does not because Bhavna's thing malfunctions and she takes it as an omen. Just like, you know what? I would do the same thing. Like, yeah. I love stuff like that. I would never be scared to go up. But then if I was about to go up and the thing malfunctioned, I'd be like, mm, I'm good. I, you know what? I got two kids back home. I am not going to take this adventure. (laughs) But it was a pity because everybody went and enjoyed and Bhavna didn't get to. Yeah. But then when Seema goes up and then comes down, they hug Seema and the music in the background. And honestly, it looks like she just came back from war. I was like, this is very silly. This is ridiculous. (laughs) I like Seema uh, cursing the guy who was was driving the yeah it was great that was funny when he was she was can you just shut up for a couple of minutes and let me enjoy (laughs) so after this they go back to the hotel and they finally show some insight of the women they start to talk about their personal lives a little bit more Seema starts to start to talk a little bit about like how she's got control issues and the reason why she didn't want to go up there is just because she likes to have be in control of the things in her that she has in her life because obviously they don't touch on it but so much of her life is not in control she's in this estranged marriage with this guy Mm -hmm. Um, which for some reason we don't touch on, which I was like, there is, that's your first ding. You don't bring a a quote unquote housewife on the show who has mm -hmm. an estranged marriage. And then Mm -hmm. you never touch on the actual marriage. Right. What the hell? That would have been an interesting, interesting storyline to explore. Like what is the point of this show? If you're not going to dig deeper? Well, I guess he's just saying the point of the show is to get them some Insta Instagram business. But that well, says later in episode seven, why the fuck should I watch a show with four women without jobs? Yeah. And they don't answer it. They just say, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like Mahib. By like, the way, Mahib uh, curses so much that it makes me not want to curse. Whole- and that is saying a lot because I love cursing. Right. The whole trip she keeps calling. Does Mahib know what twat means? Does she really? I think I think the other word she would say would be the C word. At least she's not saying the C word. So thank God. I'm like, you know, Sanjay's so upset about MILF. Twat is yeah. so much worse. Yeah, that's true. That's the other thing is that like so much in the last few episodes has like started to come last few. I mean, it's only six episodes, but mm-hmm. it started to come off really phony to me. And I'm like, what am I doing wasting my time watching these morons? Like it actually made me really frustrated. But there is the moment with Mahib talking to Neelan. She's talking to Neelam. Of course, again, Neelam is talking about how she started acting when she was Oh, 15. my God. How many times are we going to hear about this? 
I want somebody to make a smash cut of every time Neelam talks about, I was 15 when I started. I was 15. Bitch, we know. You already told us this. But she does ask Maheep, where did you grow up? Where are you from? And would you have ever acted if you could? And I did like that scene. I guess we did get a confirmation on Maheep's age. She is 46. Yeah. So that makes sense. (laughs) Now we know. And Maheep and I are the same age. There you go. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That just hit me. Uh, shit. Let's unpack. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm 46. <laughs> is that all it is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no. And then, like, is that why I identify, why I like Mahib now? Oh, my God. Know. Are we having a breakthrough? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's fine. Let's move on. I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Abort, abort. Um, Mahib is was born in London, and then she went to boarding school, and then she met Sanjay when she was nineteen, and she just chased them. But I did think one of the funniest things Mahib said was she was like, "No, I would never work in Bollywood because I'm a woman of leisure, and I don't want to work. I just want to." Be I think, like yeah, a so, And I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah, see, that's why I started liking her. I'm like, she knows what she wants. She knows that she is a woman of leisure. She knows she's loud and obnoxious. She wants to be that way. She wants to be the center of attention in parties. But that's all she wants to be. She wants to be a party girl. That's it. She doesn't want to work hard for her money. She does not want to. And she may she may actually be a, work really hard at her business. But she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And she just wants to be leisurely. She's done. She just wants to enjoy her life. And I thought that. That kind of self-realization and reflection is was very welcome. Yes. And, and because it wasn't fake, it was seemed real, unlike Neelam. And when Neelam says about failure and stuff, she's like, Mahib says, I understand my husband failed and I had to live with that. Yeah. We are the most unsuccessful in the most successful family. Yeah. I can understand what that might feel like, right? Psychologically, what you go through. Yeah, I think actually out of all of them, Mahip and Seema are probably the most interesting with something exactly. to even talk about. I yes. don't know what if there is anything actually even interesting about Neelam and Pavna. And you know, Neelam, I'm sure, is sitting on a wealth of information of all this tea that she could spill about what mm-hmm. it's like to grow up in the industry and stuff like that. Like, even if you look at Kyle, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle Richards grew up in the industry. She grew up in Hollywood. But all she ever talks about is like, I grew up in Beverly Hills. And in Beverly Hills, we have mm-hmm. diamonds. Like, she, all she ever talks about in Beverly Hills is how fancy it is to live in Beverly Hills. But like, right. she never talks about all of the darkness in Beverly Hills. And I feel like Neelam approaches her life in Bollywood the same way. She always says like, oh, you know, I am so scared to go back. Well, why are you afraid to go back? Yeah, what, what happened, happened? To you when you yeah. were there? And I think that's a much interesting story, much more interesting story than whatever it is that she keeps going. I don't know if I went to audition, bitch. I don't care. Like, yeah, move on. Yeah. So like even the fact that she says like, I don't ever want my daughter to go into acting. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Why Open not? Up. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, then again, I don't want to talk about how I'm 46. So I understand. <laughs> but she signed up for the show. I Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like ages really don't matter. I feel like the number yeah. totally doesn't matter because 
I, in my head, do not feel older than the age of like 16. And it sometimes feels confusing to me that like I have a home and a husband and children and like a job. I have I have the same thing unless I, uh, I and that's why it hit me hard just now because I don't think of myself as 46. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, oh, yeah, shoot. Yeah, I am 46. <laughs> Well, oh my god, I had the same realization because I've been watching the newest season of The Crown, and mm-hmm. I so I've been d- diving deep into Diana stuff, mm-hmm. and I realized Princess Diana was thirty six when she died, and I'm like, shit, that's like almost my age. Yeah, and so it hit me then. I was like, oh fuck, I'm thirty five. What? Why? <laughs> Who? When? When did this? Yeah, happen? when did that happen? Exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's what I feel. I'm not afraid of aging. It's just that when did when did that happen and where did the re- the last 10 years go? That's a good question. Where did the yeah. last 10 years go? Mm-hmm. Mine went into my marriage. <sighs> Mine too. Fucking marriage, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. the one of the funniest things I wrote down is Neelam goes, it's so nice for us to be meeting after so long. I'm like, meeting after so long? What are you talking about? Yeah. Neelam is just saying things and they don't make any sense. And she says, <laughs> yeah, and she says that we have, I know her, but I didn't know her. And so nice for her to open up. I'm like, So you've been friends for 20 years and you didn't know how each other felt? Like, how are know. you even friends? You that she went to boarding school at 10 and then she met Sanjay Kapoor at 19 and she got married to him five years Right. How do you not even know that? (laughs) So phony. Yeah. Uh, Then they go to a mall. And I was like, don't show me a mall. Mm -hmm. I'm from New Jersey. I don't need to see more malls. Okay. Uh, Get out of here with your mall. And they're shopping around. Mahip is being unnecessarily aggressive as usual. Neelam yeah. is approached by dun dun dun. Here's a here's a suspense of this yeah. this show. Oh my god, oh my god. Neelam is approached by a guy who is a local, and he wants to take a picture with her. And she is so shocked because oh my god, a local wants to take a picture. And he talks to her, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I loved watching you in Tezab." I'm like, "Yeah, um, he's not local." Yeah. He says Agnipat. I was like, oh no. Yeah. He, what are the two movies she, he says? Agnipat and... Kudgars. Yeah, Kudgars and um, Agnipat. Yeah, he's Agnipat. like, oh, I, I saw you in Kudgars and Agnipat. I'm like, yeah, he's not a local. He's like yeah. clearly Indian or Pakistani. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so impressed. He even pronounces it. Me. He even pronounces the names properly. He sounds Indian. Yeah, his English is like Indian English. I was like, okay, nobody is being fooled just because you put a costume on him, which by the way is now thinking about it quite offensive. Quite offensive, yes. And then she says, "Can is it okay for you to take a picture with me? Like, is it okay for you, um, Arab, to take a picture with a woman that's not your family? Is that okay? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, wait, that whole thing was offensive. So offensive. (laughs) <laughs> what uh, i can't it was so ridiculous do it better was... Karen, do better oh my god he is he is so offensive so yeah. they take a picture and then they go to a personal shopping lounge they're constantly uh ooing and eyeing about a personal sh- shopping lounge I'm like, that's just another room inside and somebody bringing you stuff. It wasn't anything special or impressive. Did you think it was? Not even a little bit. Nordstrom has a better one. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you go to any department store, they will 
do that for you. And also when you go to India and Pakistan and you sit down at a shop, it is a personal shopping experience. Yes, they bring you chai. The longer you stay and the longer you bargain, yeah, the more, uh, you know, chances that you end up buying everything you need from that one shop. So they will make, they'll put you down, they'll sit on a nice gaddi. Yeah, like a big um, a mattress kind of thing. It's you sit down on it. Somebody brings it. They send the little kid out to get some chai from the chai shop. It's great down the street. They give you chai. They ask you if you want pakoras, and you sit there. And the longer <laughs> you sit, you get another chai, some food maybe, and then you sit and he throws down everything that he has on on his shelves, and you stay there until you end up buying something. There's usually a little boy working in the ceiling. And- <laughs> Yes, somewhere up there, this little boy. This guy shouts up. There's like a there's like a secret compartment somewhere, and there's more clothes in there. And then stuff comes flying out of this alcove, and it comes down. And there she was, Zari, you know, Kanchipuram silk sari that you've been trying to buy. <laughs> and you're like, who's in there? What do you have going on in there? Where are the people? There's there the nephew or the son of the of the store owner. He's come back there. He's doing his homework up there, but he's also sitting there to throw down stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like this whole personal shopping lounge, I was like, this is not anything out of the norm for you people. Like they won the champagne. In a night on a sofa in a cool room away from everybody else, I don't want that. I want the street, Mm -hmm. the market bazaar on Mm -hmm. a gutty, sitting there, hot and humid, and you get lemonade or you get a fruit juice or your chai, and you sit there and you get to know the uh, storekeeper. He gets to know you and. You end up buying something like three or four hours later. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole experience that I would not give up for anything. Absolutely. I want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see somebody come to my heap store to buy jewelry. And I want to see how long it takes and what, how much of back and forth happens and what kind of jewelry she has. I want to see somebody come and do that kind of shopping not you know gen next gen net gen x whatever her love gen store of you know bhavnas where it's like a uh, more western westernized mm-hmm. store where you go in and pick up that's not what i want to see mm-hmm. yeah i think actually like i haven't been to pakistan in 15 years but i feel like that's one of the best things about going to pakistan and like whenever we would go so i would always go with my mom and my mom's best friend She's like basically my godmother. And the one thing she would tell me was she'd be like, shut the fuck up. Don't say anything. Yeah. Don't say a word because as soon as you say a word, they're going to immediately mark up the prices like like 10%. You like something, you pretend you don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You got to learn to play the game. You have to act like you don't like it. You have to have your poker face on. You have to not let Tim know. He's going to try to figure out if you like it or not so he can price it up or down and how much discount to give you. And you have to have your poker face to show that, ah, that's nice. However, what are we going to do next? Are we going to go to the other store? Talk about going to the other store. (laughs) And, you know, how much time do we have? Do we have time to go to a couple more stores before we go leave? You know, have those sidebar conversations that he will overhear and, you know, that kind of stuff. It's a whole art. Yeah. And it's beautiful and it's fun. It's fun. I would much rather see that. Oh, uh, I would much rather see Mahib go and bargain with somebody. Yeah, absolutely. 
I would love that. Uh, this was okay. That's fine. <laughs> I know. Go, they go to the bee lounge. Neelam does a bunch of shots. Nani Neelam. Oh, Nani That's Neelam. Good. Yeah. Grandma Neelam does a bunch of shots. And then I had to, I just, I really don't like Pavna. I think that she's such a waste of space. Bhavna gets a message from her daughter, and she's so stressed out because her daughter wants her to pick a picture. I hate you. Yeah. I don't want to watch you on TV. Please go away. There is nothing remotely interesting about you and your daughter needing help to pick out a glamour shot so she yeah. can post it on her Instagram yeah. is the most stress that you have in your life in a country where, like, there's so much yeah. poverty and people dying. Yeah. Like on the yeah. streets, get the yeah. fuck out of here. Such a disconnect, right? It's uh, wild. I was like, why would anybody think this is okay to put in a show? But it's more like Kardashians, right? Their lives revolve around Instagram, and yeah, but like, Pavna, you're not a Kardashian. But they're trying in 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 India. They are like for the Indian population is so big that they come up to the same numbers, right? So they're selling whatever they're selling to all of those people. Yeah, I guess. That's true. So it, it, it's so it's part and parcel of their work now. And it's like, uh, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what else I don't want to see? What? The ladies pretending like Neelam has a stalker. Oh, my God. So Neelam gets a dessert st- sent from, oh, my God, is that the guy at the mall? If you had a stalker, would you call them over to you with your fingers like, Come over here. No. If you had a stalker, would you call them over to talk to you? If you're that scared. It was so fake. She was enjoying the whole thing. And it was all set up. And she's like, how did you know that we were here? He's like, oh, uh, I saw you on uh, on the website where you guys post pictures. I'm like, sir, you know what Instagram is. Yeah. Like, it was just so fake. It was so phony. I was so insulted. I was like, yeah. He really thinks that we're idiots. Yeah. And and you know what, Neelam, you should not go back to acting because you're a really bad actress. Because I did not for a second believe <laughs> that you were truly scared. It was yeah. so stupid. Yeah. It was like the it was so dramatic. It was so dumb. The guy was mic'd up. I'm like, yeah. hello. Yeah. You've got a microphone on. Yeah. Okay. I didn't watch Bravo for 15 years to be duped yeah. by this kind of stupidity. Okay. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. That was, I think, the end of episode six. No, uh, yeah. And then they sleep over and then they wake up. Neelam says some some funny story and she thinks it's super funny that it was very dumb. I didn't laugh. And then <laughs> they all go into that big round red bed. Which yeah. How many sex parties, orgies do you think have happened on that red bed? I need one of those Dateline specials with the special light. Yeah. If you turn on a UV light on that, I bet it lights up like Diwali light. <laughs> I would never get on a red velvet round bed of that sort. No. What? They're sitting there, all these aunties, all four aunties sitting there drinking chai. <laughs> Watching Tutak 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 Tutak. <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story about that song? Sure. That's a funny song. First of all, that song means nothing. It means nothing. Those words words don't mean anything. They're just funny words. It's like the equivalent of like, like it's like means nothing. (laughs) But when we were little, not little, I mean, I was, I was, this is the 90s or 80s, but I was old enough when the song came out that my brother was already like 10 and he and my older cousins would sing 
they would say uh, chutak chutak chutia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Arti, what does chutia mean? Uh, chutia means uh, bastard, I would think. Does chutia mean? I thought I thought Haramzada meant bastard. I mean, there's Haramzada is the actual bastard word. Chutia means um, I thought it was asshole. Oh, uh, it could be. I don't know. Chutia meaning. Okay, Urban up. Dictionary says. Chutia means idiot or fucker, right? It yeah. means like a, you're an asshole. Or asshole in the way like fucker, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we used to sing. We used to, my cousins used to, older cousins used to say chutia instead of tutia in that song. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was like so young. It's like so inappropriate. Now thinking about it, I'm like, I don't think, I was pretty sure I was younger than my son. I'm pretty sure I was yeah. like five and my older <laughs> cousins used to sing and I thought it was so funny. My mom was like, whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, now I'm like cursing like Mahip as a as an adult and my mom yeah. is like, oh, you, we need to watch your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're watching these music videos. The other song, Aapke Ajane Se, I love that yeah. song with Govinda. Uh, you know, I love yeah. Govinda. Me and my husband have done a dance to that song. What? Yeah. It is a very popular song to do dances to, especially at wedding dances. Absolutely. It's so, so cute. It's a, corny, it's a corny, cute song. Anytime there's a corny, cute song with Govinda, I'm in. Govinda is like... <laughs> Govinda is the Adam Sandler. Yes, you're right. Yes, Govinda Adam is the Adam Sandler. Yeah, 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 the yeah, Adam yeah. Sandler of Indian movies. He can be ex- extremely annoying, but it, it's sometimes funny. <laughs> yes. We also find out that Mahip was in a music video. Mahip was hot. Yeah, and that music video was a big deal when that came out. That song, particular song, was a big yeah, deal. Yeah, what was the song? I know it was good. Oh, I forget that one. Oh, Nigori Kesi Javani. Yeah, it was a good one. I was like, uh-huh. I'm this is this is a hit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I didn't realize that was my heap. Oh my god, I have danced to that. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was yeah. like, damn, Mahib, good for you. And she was like legit hot. <laughs> and she had like a very unique look to her. But yeah. I mean, she was young. She was 19, man. They're so yeah. young. Yeah. Then they go to the pool. Then the ladies go to the pool. Um, no um, one gets into a bathing suit. And also one of the things I think Bhavna says, I'm worried about my pigmentation. I was like, oh, yikes. <laughs> that's code for we don't want to be darker. Because yes. the culture does not appreciate it. Although it was funny that Neelam used a spray tan on her legs. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the other women are like, we don't want to get darker. And Neelam's like, I'm trying to make myself darker. I know. And she uses what, bronzer? Yeah, she uses... I was like, what? You know, they Where's make she? they I mean, make lotions that are like waterproof yeah. to tint your legs, Neelam. Again, this is like another reason why I do not believe that they are as fabulous as they say they are. Like, you don't know about spray tans? Yeah. What do you think the entire cast of Vanderpump Rules does? I don't You're understand. So yeah, I don't understand Neelam. Oh, I, me either. Oh, there's like a hot waiter. Mm-hmm. which cracked me up because Seema keeps making her side comments in Hindi yeah. um, she's like oh look it's cougar.com <laughs> start they're talking about which actors they think are super hot in Bollywood Neelam inexplicably thinks Shah Rukh Khan is hot which is yeah. not great for Neelam yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not 
Bhavna finally makes a dig at Mahip because uh, Mahip says Rithik Roshan is too perfect and I get intimidated by anybody who's prettier than me. And Bhavna says, oh, well, that means you must get intimidated all the time. <laughs> yeah. So finally, Bhavna did one shady thing, which is like, congratulations, Bhavna. I guess you keep your spot in this stupid show. You deserve that slow clap, too. She did. It was like so annoying. <laughs> it was. And that is again why I like Mahip more. I was like, okay, she gets she gets the the fact that Bhavna is not humorous at all. Yeah, agreed. They're also mm-hmm. talking about um Ranveer Singh and mm-hmm. he's really hot, which I agree actually. Ranveer Singh is like a super he's like probably the best actor right now in Bollywood, right? Yeah, he is. He is probably the the hottest right now. Other than Hrithik Roshan, I would think that he's probably the hottest right now. Hrithik Roshan is not hot. No, he's okay. I know a lot of people are into him, but I just cannot get on the Hrithik boat. A little too muscular. He's got... he He's too much. I think he's really corny. I know a lot of people are into him, but... I'm not into him, but... The funniest thing about the Ranveer thing is that Neelam is like, oh, I would love to be opposite Ranveer. I'm like, yeah. Neelam... What no. dreamland are you living in? Why in the world? You would be his mother. Why would I, you ever be opposite Ranveer? I'm sorry. No, that's that's a no. So I don't understand what Neelam wants. She cannot be lead anymore. Or she cannot be the lead to a young actor or being one of the young, uh, uh, you know, typical Bollywood movies anymore. She needs to do like actual stories. She should be glad that she would be doing actual stories and not doing just masala movies, right? She should be glad yeah. about that. Not. She She's would be doing something meaningful, but she's not. Yeah, it's really dumb. Yeah. Then the stalker is there again. It's so dumb. Ugh. I'm so insulted, even discussing this part of the show. Yeah. They're like, oh, it was almost like he knew our plan. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because production hired him. And then he's like, oh, I'm from a production company. I'm like, yeah, he is from a production company. He's from your production company, Dharmatic, <laughs> Dharmatic <laughs> Entertainment, which is like Karan Johar's production company. And he's like, right. his name his name is Sayyid Saud, which, by the way, is like the most Indian Muslim name ever. <laughs> Just okay. because it's Saud doesn't mean you're from Saudi. Yeah, and also they're in fucking Qatar, so it's, like, not even the same. My next note says they go on a yacht. I hate them. (laughs) Ah, yes. (laughs) So they get invited to go meet Karan, and they're, like, so surprised. I'm like, he's there because he's your boss, essentially, stupid. Like, why are you guys so surprised? He's going to give you give you all that glam and not be there to enjoy it himself. Karan is equally thirsty. Are you kidding me? He's so thirsty. Yeah. Oh my God. Dump him in the water because that yeah. man is dehydrated. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Again, it's like you said, it's like having a reunion in the middle of the season. It's yeah. so bizarre. And I really do think it's so it's he did it because I'm pretty sure he was watching the footage and being like, These people are not entertaining at all. There's yeah. nothing exciting about them. There's nothing insightful about them. And it's mm-hmm. like he says, Why the fuck should I watch these? Premenopausal women, which by the mm-hmm. way, couldn't like fuck you. Okay, you're not yeah. allowed to sit there and make comments about women and where they are in their reproductive organ journey. Okay, yeah. 
But also, I agree because why would I want to watch these women? Like yeah. them being premenopausal or postmenopausal or menopausal has nothing to do with how interesting they are. So, Karen, you need to ask yourself why would we watch these women if we were only worried about their menopausal status? We are not. So we yeah. are not interested in any of that. We are interested in their stories and talking about their personalities and digging deeper into their personas. And there was not, it was it is so superficial. Everything he's shown so far is so superficial. It's been like a steady let down from episode one. It really has. It was yeah. the only insight I got in it mm-hmm. at all was when Mahib, yeah, when Mahib mentions that she is sensitive and she's protective and she's like, you know, Mupart and she doesn't care about what people say mm-hmm. because being part of an unsuccessful, being part of the unsuccessful family in a successful family is a lot. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, okay, she's finally opening up. But the other three, I was like, I know nothing about you. I know nothing new about you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're on my TV. I think Seema has a ton of potential. Mm-hmm. I think Mahip has a ton of potential. Neelam could, but I do not know why Bhavna is there. Mm-hmm. But it's just yeah. like, I don't, I don't think Neelam can either, though. Yeah. Um, I think at the core of it, the pro- the reason why this show doesn't work is because Desi people, especially like that class of Desi people, are yeah. inherently fake. Like, yeah. It's the same way um, in Family Karma mm-hmm. why Monica didn't work. Why yeah. it was so cringy to watch Monica because Monica wanted to pretend like she was something that she wasn't. And yeah. even if a little bit of her was like, you know, a girl that hooked up with her best friend from time to time, she still yeah. don't want to talk about it because, oh, well, that's just not something that you do. But it's like when you go on a reality TV show, that is something you need to do. That's part of that's part of your job is to yeah. be open about who you are. And that's the issue is that these people are inherently fake and they don't understand that when we watch – fabulous lives of any reality tv show we're not just watching them you know buy fancy things and go on nice trips mm-hmm. there's a dark undertone to why we still enjoy watching housewives it's because yeah. kyle and kim have a twisted relationship it's you know it's because giselle is dating her ex-husband who is like a philandering pastor it's right it's these types of like flaws in the wealthy people that make them interesting otherwise we would just be watching what was that uh the show from like the the 90s with the guy who would like show all the big houses the fabulous lives of like the rich and famous yes then i would just be watching that and i don't want to watch that yeah very sad yep very sad (laughs) yeah my notes with the current part says uh, this is like a coaching session. I don't understand. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, but Karen tries to bring it up as, listen, I created this uh, show because I'm closest to Mahib. I think yeah. she has a story to tell. She's There's a lot of sadness, and I, I think she has a story to tell. And you guys are all just side actors to her main character. Mm. And basically, Karen is created this for Mahib. That's how I saw it. And, you know, um, and these other folks are all, um, you know, the other characters in her story. I'm hoping that if he does bring it back, he starts focusing a lot more and digging a lot more into Mahip and 
you know, her story and maybe Seema's story. I don't want, like you said, I don't want to hear any more about Neelam. I don't want to hear anything more about um, about um, uh, Bhavna. I yes. want to learn more about um, Seema and her relationships and Mahib. Mahib and I think Mahib can be interesting if she shared a lot more than the idiosyncrasies and quirks. Yes, I agree. I was really annoyed. I was like, this final yeah. episode better be good. Yeah. Well, so next week we're going to have guests. Next week we are going to, uh, yeah, we're going to have your family over. <laughs> my family, my family's going to come over. We're going to make some giant pakore. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about Bollywood and Charakhan. And I want to know, I have a whole bunch of questions and we're going to talk it. about I can't wait. Khan a little bit and Gauri Khan and um and some kind of party they have as a for the finale. So dumb. <laughs> I can't wait. Also, uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun because we'll talk about movies and we'll talk yes, about absolutely. Um, also, I want to note that for our listeners who are watching Bravo right now. We recognize that there is a matter at hand currently on Real Houses of Dallas that needs to be given some light as Asian podcasters. Certainly, we're not the East Asian podcasters, but we're South Asian podcasters. Yeah. And we do believe that that should be discussed. So next episode, mm -hmm. we're going to be talking a little bit more about Brandy Redman and how she's a fucking racist mm -hmm. on Real Houses of Dallas and how poorly Bravo is handling that i mean i have not watched the latest episode the premiere there's a new asian housewife they give her a lot of shit yeah. for being offended by brandy's bullshit videos and we're gonna unpack a lot of that on yeah. our next episode I, that, that's a lot that's happening right now and there's a lot to say on that mm -hmm. topic for sure yes. yeah and yes. show some solidarity with our asian community there yeah exactly <laughs> But that's it for this week's episode on how blah, blah, fabulous lives of Bollywood wise. Also, after this is finished, speaking of Asian, I do think we're going to start House of Hope, right? Yes, we are. Excellent. I think, and I think that's, uh, you know, that we might have to bring a guest or two to unpack that if we yes. run into. We don't want to speak just because we are South Asian doesn't mean we know everything about East Asian. So I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. So we'll catch you there then. Yeah. Bye. Bye.